0: In the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, Amen. 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 We ask worship with us now with our praise team, and we're going to ask if you will stand, please.
1: Good morning, Kate Chapel. Get get to your feet, and this morning we're going to wake up our bodies. So that we can welcome the Holy Spirit into every part of our bodies. So we're going to stand to our feet and I want you to move your bodies with us, okay? I
2: command
1: my soul to bless the Lord I command my soul to bless the Lord I command my soul to bless the Lord I command my soul to bless the Lord Come on and worship with us Last morning Go! Yeah.
3: Got your exercise in this morning? Amen. Got your exercise and your praise on this morning? Amen. That's the way we do
4: it here. Amen. Amen. Catch your breath. Catch your breath. Catch your breath. Amen. Catch your breath. Catch your breath. Amen. Our youth deacons are coming now to lead us further in our devotion. Come on, let's bless God for our young people.
1: Good morning. I am Matthew Duvall. We are glad to see each of you this morning. We ask that you join us in our devotional period, which will consist in the following. Prayer by Todd Shelby, scripture by Joshua Duvall, song by Evan White, additional prayer by Nick Miner, and responsive reading by CJ Gentry.
5: Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you for watching over us and protecting us. We ask you to open, open our hearts so that we may accept the spoken word and be the type of Christians you designed us to be. We ask this in your precious son, Jesus' name, Amen.
2: Good morning. The scripture from this morning will come from uh, Acts chapter 16, verse 6. It reads as follows. Paul and his companions traveled through, throughout the region of Phrygia, Phrygia and Galatian, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching his word in the... Preach the word in Asia. God's word for God's people.
4: Amen. Amen. Amen.
5: Good morning, morning. let's pray Father God, we thank you for this day Father God, Father, we thank you for allowing us all another chance to come together and worship your holy name. Father, we thank you for every family here we offer we father we offer condolences for those churches church members going through bereavement. Father, we pray your holy Spirit comfort them comfort them. We pray for our sick and shut-in members. We pray for our pastor and spoken word this morning. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen,
4: amen. 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 Bless you, bless you young man. Amen, y'all feel like singing? Amen. All
3: right. Amen, God bless you.
6: Please join us in singing. Blessed assurance. Amen.
3: You got to lead us now. You got to lead. <laughs> Blessed assurance. Blessed.
4: young good
3: uh, young man
1: <laughs> the responsive reading for the morning is as follows do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal by the renewal of your mind that by testing you're what is the will of god what is good and acceptable and perfect congregation
4: give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you
1: for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans of, for welfare and not for evil you give to give you a future and hope all together your kingdom come
4: your will be done on earth as, As it youth. is in heaven.
1: God's word for God's people.
4: Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, Come brother Bigpin. E. Won't you lead us in our congregational hymn for the morning? Amen. Come on, bless our young boys this morning. Amen. Amen. Amen.
7: Would please join us in the congregational for the morning? Wherever He leads, I'll go.
4: That's it.
3: i wow.
5: Cade Chapel. Be sure to mark your calendars for our upcoming annual fall revival here at Cade on August the 13th through the 15th at 7 15 p.m. each night. C-Court is once again recruiting tutors for Walton Elementary School. We know there is super talent amongst the Cade Chapel family and we're calling on you for your support. The hours are flexible and we simply need you to stop by the Old Fellowship Hall and complete a volunteer form to sign up today. C-Court would also like to wish a happy new school year To all of our students, wishing you a basket full of joy and bundles of successes. Just a quick reminder that our Youth for Christ parent meeting will take place on Wednesday, August the 7th at 6 p.m. If you have youth interested in ministering through performing arts, please make plans to attend. We are looking for two assistant Girl Scout leaders. If you can spare six to ten hours a month and you love working with children, then please contact Sister Donna Sims at 601 966-0198 966-0198 or Sister Vardy Martin at 601-750-4560. It's first Sunday here at K-Chapel which means we're celebrating your birthdays. Happy birthday to everyone with a birthday during the month of August. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family just send an email to Announcements at yahoo.com. Or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K-Chapel web. But be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week.
4: Amen. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. We thank God for this day, for this is the day that the Lord has made. And we are rejoicing and glad in it. Amen? Amen. I certainly want to thank each of you on behalf of my family and my children and my wife uh, for last week. Last week was a wonderful expression of love and kindness. As we celebrated 12 years in ministry with you here, we thank God for, uh, for the 12 years. We thank God for you and for you blessing us in the marvelous way uh, that you always do. I jokingly say that whatever you give to us goes to help feed the hungry. I've got two hungry children at, at, at home, and so we thank God that you're helping. Amen. Amen. Helping to bless us in that way. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, we want to recognize all of our birthday, all of our August birthday babies. We had a wonderful crowd this morning of August babies. Let me see if we got any 11 o'clock crowd. If you're celebrating a birthday in the month of August, why don't you stand to your feet. Let us wish you a happy. Yeah, it's pretty good. Amen.
3: August was just a good month. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. God bless you.
4: God bless you. God bless you. And God keep you. Listen, we have two uh, candidates who registered with us to present uh, their platform this morning. Each of them, uh, of course, will be allotted two minutes. We have Richard Spooner, uh, who's running for sheriff, and also Juan Cloy running for sheriff. If you will come, uh, those two gentlemen, I believe, I uh, see Richard. is Juan, Juan is here as well. Amen. God bless you. I'm going to see if y'all can work this out between you, which one of y'all go first. Amen.
8: <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. All right. Juan is up first. God bless you. Two minutes. Bless you. Good morning, all There's no animosity or tension here. Richard and I were on the SWAT team together for a number of years, so we joke with each other. Uh, let me just say this. First of all, when I come to churches and I speak, I don't speak about my campaign or myself because I think um, I'm in church and we're here to, to worship God. So this is the one day of the week we have dedicated to the Lord. So I'm not going to talk about my platform. But what I am going to do is I'm going to, where you at, Pastor? I'm going to jack your sermon from 7 21 when I was here. He's, Pastor Buckley preached the best sermon I've ever heard in my life, in my life. And my dad is a, a minister. And my grandmother was an evangelist, so I went back there and I told him that. So really quickly, this is this is I'm trying to get you guys to move because in doing what we do, we need help from you all, right? I can't do this by myself, and neither can 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 Richard. So Pastor said two weeks ago that doors that are meant for you often have consequences beyond your own self interest, right? Translation: Stop being self pastor said, it's not always about you. The translation is, stop being selfish. Oftentimes, we are meant to walk through the door to plant a seed and not reap the harvest. Stop being selfish. And finally, great doors are not always problem-free. You may, need to, uh, you may be needed there because of what you bring with the God in you. Oftentimes, you bring order, stability, trust, and I added leadership. So again, stop being selfish, it's not about you. So no matter what happens on August the 6th, right, on August the 7th, God willing, we'll all wake up, I'll still be the same person. Hopefully I'll have a a different job, but I'll still be the same person. But I realize that I'll have that job because of what I bring, what God put in me, order, stability, trust, and leadership. I'm married, I'm 53 years old, um, I have eight children. Six of my children are by different women. Six of my children are adopted. Okay? Stop being selfish. <laughs> Thank you very much.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> so,
8: August 6th, Juan and Chloe, I'll be at the top of the ballot. God bless
3: you. He knew how to get your attention and then fix it. Yeah. <laughs>
9: Good morning, Kate Chapel. I would like to say thank you. I would like to say thank you to the pastor. This is not my first time here as Mr. Cloy, and I want to say not only is he an August baby, but today's your birthday, right? That's what I thought. Happy birthday, brother. Like I said, we were on the SWAT team for a long time, and we it's not about any animosity. We worked together on, off, before. Uh, I would like to say thank you. I didn't come here to talk about my platform either. We're at the end of the road, Tuesdays, the... Uh, deadline, election day. I came to say thank you to Ch- K Chapel. Every time I've ever been here, I've always been welcomed with open arms. I feel like a member of this church, you know, and that's just how it is. You know, I will tell you, even after the election, you'll see me again because I will continue to contribute and support the Nate Ruffin Swing for Knowledge Golf Classic. I do that every year, it's for a good cause. And uh, I just wanna let everybody know, I wanna thank each and every one of you for all the love you've shown me in the past year, two years, or however long it's been, and uh I'm willing to work hard for you. You know, Faith Without Works is uh dead. Isn't that what they say? All right, well, We've been working hard. Juan's been working hard. We've all tried to work the hardest we can because we all want the same thing. That's the best for Hines County and the people in it. Okay, my name is Richard Spooner. Please consider me Tuesday for the uh, candidate for sheriff, Democratic primary. Thank you. Amen.
4: Let the church say amen. Amen. When they told me two candidates for the same office were coming this morning, I'll be honest, I wondered how that was going to (laughs) work. Amen. But thank God that they're men of integrity and men of the spirit and men who love the Lord and love each other. And that's evidently clear and we thank god for your service we'll be praying for both of you and to that end let me ask our our minister of social witness to come and give us some more information about the election on tuesday uh, that's relative to us that we might want to take part in uh reverend harrington won't you come
6: thank you pastor now you know the day It's tuesday august wow that was weak we vote on Tuesday August sixth, and you can start at 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. now for those of you that are energetic and want to get up at 6 o'clock uh, the NAACP office on uh, Lynch Street at the Masonic Temple is open at 6 45 and they're taking four-hour shifts For those, and and I thank those of you who did before, volunteer in the four-hour shifts to be on the phone. They need folks that will talk to voters, talk to people that are having problems, uh, talk to the media. And if you are of the mind that you have that kind of time and dedication, come. They will give you lunch, and they come back with dinner if you're there that late. So call my number. Oh, thank you it's already up there if you want to volunteer I need you to text me today text me today and give me your name and the hours if you want to volunteer from 12 to 4 or from 4 to 6 or however you want to do your hours the last thing I want to share with you we have a very long ballot and I know you have your favorites And you might want to say this one and this one and that one. But go all the way down that ballot and vote for somebody. I cannot stand here and tell you who to vote for, but you already got criteria. You want people who are good for Hines County or Rankin County or Madison County that you live in, and you want people who are going to be right up, right, up, right, up, right, and doing the will of God in the office that they're being elected to. So, election is when? Tuesday. Yes. Go and vote early. Now, the last thing is call somebody. Start today asking them, are they lining up? Do they need transportation? And if they need transportation, there will be transportation also from that same office at the Masonic Temple. Thank you.
3: Certainly,
10: we are in the midst of a blessed service. And um, right now, you have, an op- you have an opportunity to be a part, of the better part of the service. Right. For the scripture says, it's better to give than to receive. Right. Now is an opportunity for you to give. Amen. God bless you.
4: I want to remind you, this is our benevolent offering for those of you who are visiting with us. It's through this offering that we're able to assist those who are in need in our community as well as in our church home. And through your liberal giving, we're able to buy people's groceries. We're able to keep people's lights on. We're able to uh, put, put some uh, books together for students who need books and book bags and all those types of things. Whatever their need, and people call the church uh, office throughout the week, and we're ministering in that way, it's because you give liberally in this offering. And so we invite you to give as God has so prospered you to give. The ushers are coming now for this, our benevolent offering.
10: and bless these gifts in our lives, oh God, which you offer in response to your steadfast love, as your son Jesus Christ transformed his people's lives. So may the lives of others be transformed through these gifts, through our love and through our witnesses. In Christ's name we pray, Amen.
4: Reverend Wright is going to come and recognize our visitors as he is uh, doing that. I do want to recognize our very special guests. We have a family reunion with us on this morning. Amen. Uh, Sister Edith Carter and the family of Edith Carter here with us. I'm gonna ask that whole that whole section over there, amen. (laughs) All of the family really here for the family reunion. Won't you stand? Let us see you. Let us see you. Amen. Look at there, look at there, look at there. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. We thank God for you visiting with us always. I know you've made Sister Carter's heart glad uh, just being home. Amen. And being a part of this worship celebration. Listen, there's also something very special uh, about this family. I, I'm, do we have any of the Nate uh, Ruffin scholars here this morning? If you're a Nate Ruffin scholar, are you here? Are you here? A few of them. Come on. Where are you? Where are you? There's one. Is there another back here? Where? 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 Come, come, come up front so we can see you. We're looking for you. We're looking. Come on down. Come on down front. Nate, if you're a Nate Ruffin scholar, amen, amen, amen. God bless you. God bless you. I, I believe there were 10 total. There were 10 total that were, uh, amen, amen. There were 10 total uh, who were awarded scholarships this year. Uh, typically, there's about $850 scholarship that, that each participant gets. But this year, we were able to give each participant $1,000. Amen. And, and we were able to give them each $1,000 because of this family right here. Amen. Amen. We thank God for Sister Carter and for her gift. Amen. Making that possible. So, so y'all y'all got a little extra something. Amen. That means y'all really got to go and do it. Amen. Amen. And so we thank you again to this family for your generosity and then to the Nate Ruffin Scholarship for all of your work, Richard Spooner for your sponsorship as well. absolutely uh, the niece of sister Carter wanted wanted to share a word about that is that are you here the knee yes ma'am go, go right ahead go right ahead amen.
2: Good morning, K Chapel family. It's an honor and a blessing to be in the house of the Lord. Uh, We give honor to Reverend Buckley, to all of the elders of the church, to the leaders, to the family that loves my aunt and that my aunt dearly loves. I am Belinda Scott. I am uh, the only daughter of Charles L. Carter, the second born of the Carter family. And we have just a little thing we want to say and to present and unfold today, and for August 1st through the 4th, we have been celebrating the 20th Golden Carter Family Reunion. (laughs) This reunion marked 50 years from the first reunion that was started by my aunt Edith B. Carter. And so as a result, we thought we would bring the reunion back to the place of where it started. Um, Part of what she has done in our lives, and we know that she has done in the lives of others, is is to bring about the results of three key things. One is legacy. And the definition of legacy is a bequest of a particular thing. It includes a sum of money and a testament that is given to another. It includes good counsel, and it is the best legacy that a father, a mother, and a loved one can give its descendants. Mm. The the second core is family. A family is a collective body of persons who live in one house and under one head or one manager, a household including parents, children, servants. It is also those who descend from a common progenitor, a tribe, a race, a kindred, a people, and a lineage. The third core that she has done in our lives is in the field of education. Education means the instruction and the formation of manners. Education that causes you to be able to comprehend in all series of instruction and discipline. Its purpose is to enlighten and to bring understanding and the correct temperament and manner of of being an inhabitant in the earth and of being a child of God. An educator is one who does this in the lives of other people. As a result of what my aunt has done over all of these years, it has resulted in, and we present this today in honor of, and on the behalf of, and when I say the names, I'm gonna ask each tribe to stand. We call them tribes because there's 12 of us, like <laughs> into right. the tribe of Israel, the children of Israel. In honor and on the behalf of John L. Carter and descendants, mm-hmm. On the behalf of Charles L. Carter and Descendants, and this is us. Right. On the behalf of Nelson L. Carter and Descendants, right. Pam is representing him. Right. On the behalf of Leslie Carter Newsom and Descendants. Right. On the behalf of Helen Carter Harris and Descendants. Right. On behalf of Bertha Carter Cameron and Descendants on behalf of McKinley L. Carter and descendants, on behalf of Maceo J.W. Carter and descendants, on behalf of Charlene Carter Bradford and descendants, on behalf of Elijah Theodore Carter and descendants, and on behalf of Willie James Carter and descendants. We would like to thank you today, and on behalf of the Kate Chapel family,
11: all, right. all of you
2: that are part of that family, if you would stand with us because of her effect on your lives. We would like to thank you today, I call her Auntie Edith, but Edith B. Carter. We would like to thank you and say in appreciation for many years of service dedicated to educating the generations in your family, in the great state of Mississippi mm-hmm. and the Cade Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. Congratulations on a job well done.
10: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, now this, these three chords, because the Bible says the three-fold chord is not easily broken, has resulted in millionaires. This is even in our bloodline. Millionaires, doctors, teachers, nurses, counselors, pilots, professionals, entrepreneurs, professors, pastors, pharmacists, computer wizards, officers of the law, skills pos- skilled positions, and retirees from the military as well as commi- career military servicemen and women. On behalf of us, we would like to announce to you and thank you in appreciation for that, the Edith B. Carter Scholarship Foundation. And as a result, we have presented to the K. Chapel family, and would like to thank you personally, Pastor Buckley, Mr. Oliver Sims, Mr. Leo Hartfield, Ms. Patrice Martin, and all the people that I've talked to over the months for assisting us in bringing about this day and being able to present $1,500 towards the fund that will be distributed based on the vetting process that is already in place. We thought it befitting to start here where she lives, here where she worships, here where her tithes and her offerings and her life has been given. You give honor to whom honor is due. And we know that by sowing that seed in this ground, the Bible says it'll bring forth a hundredfold return now in this lifetime. And for this, Pastor, we wanna thank you for the opportunity to be able to do this, in Jesus' name, amen.
4: members of the uh, Nate Ruffin Scholarship Committee, if you will come forward, all members of the Nate Ruffin Scholarship Committee who are here, if you will come forward. Amen. Amen. You have blessed this group as well, and so we just want to recognize you and thank you for your service. Amen. Because, listen, we can't do anything by ourselves. We do everything together. Amen. 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 And so we thank you. Thank you for for helping to make a nice round figure, amen, for these 10 scholars as they go into their educational pursuits. Amen? Amen. God, Come on, k Chapel. Let's hear it one more time for them. God bless you.
0: So I'll say amen. amen. Let us say amen again. Amen. We appreciate you. God bless you. The family that prays together, stays together. Bless you. We're gonna ask now that all of our visitors will please stand. Will all of our visitors please stand at this time? We ask that you will remain standing. We realize that you could have worshiped somewhere else, but you chose to worship with us today. And we appreciate that. We want you to know that if you are looking for a church home, you don't need to look anymore. But if you're just visiting, whatever your schedule will allow you to come back, come back because we enter to worship and we depart to serve. And now we're going to give you something that you can only get right here at K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church.
4: In the presence of the Lord, there are certain things that you just never expect to see. Uh, you never expect to see in, in, in the natural. You never expect to see a polar bear in Texas. You just wouldn't expect to see that. Not in the natural. I mean, maybe in the zoo, but not in the natural. You, you would not expect to see a penguin in Florida. Not in the natural. That's just not where they, they live. And, and you may not expect to see a hockey player come out of Mississippi. But God. God said something different. And, and today, today we're happy to announce uh, that, that there are only two professional hockey players to ever come out of the state of Mississippi. And one of them is out of Cade Chapel. Amen. Marvin, where are you? Where's Marvin? 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 There he is. Marvin Powell. Come on down front. Talking about a professional hockey player. Amen. And look, look, look. The only two in the whole state, and I ain't but one black. (laughs) Amen. You looking at him. And I'm told, I'm told that he was just, I'm told that he was just inducted into the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame. Amen. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Let's celebrate that. Let's
3: celebrate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. K. Chapel's on. Amen, amen. Marvin, you want to
4: say something? You look like you want to say something. Uh, let him
3: say something. Amen, amen. You you don't get to hear this often. Amen. <laughs>
12: Woo, all right. Uh, good, good afternoon, church. Good afternoon. Uh, it's, it has been a while since I've been back here, uh, trying to do what a lot of us don't do. Uh, yes, uh, so recently I have been uh, told that I would be a nominee to be uh, inducted into the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, for me, it is a huge honor. Uh, to my parents uh this was nothing without them uh to this church family in general uh i would i could remember most mo- many times uh playing with toys i'm pretty sure most of you have seen me do that uh countless times of just helping out uh getting on to me keeping me disciplined keeping me grounded and giving me this faith foundation that i have uh today this is not without any of you. I am nothing without my church family, my friends and my family, Uh, nothing without God and helping me through this process. So thank all of you for that. Uh, And this time uh, on November, or sorry, August 9th, next week, they will be opening hockey uh, in Mississippi exhibit at the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame where they will be featuring the two college teams, uh, Mississippi State and Ole Miss, all the previous professional teams that we have had and I am proud to be on that exhibit as well as one of the first hockey players born and raised from Mississippi to be a professional athlete. So with all of that, I do want to just say thank you from the bottom of my heart uh, to all of my church family, my real family, my friends, my loved ones, uh, distant friends and relatives, that I see here today, unexpectedly, that would house me in Nashville, Tennessee, just so I could play on weekends with me and my mom traveling. So Ms. Pam, thank you for that. I really do appreciate it. But I'll be glory to God for all of this. I, Like I said, I try not to get shaken up here, but I am thankful for the support uh, that I have gotten with me in the 20 years of playing this sport. And now that I am playing professionally, it is a dream come true that I'll be playing in uh, Columbus, Georgia, the first time that I've been playing close to home since I was 13 years old. So this is a blessing in disguise for me and my family. And I look forward to making all of you proud in the near future. Thank you.
7: Now, in case you didn't know, that just happened to be my son. Amen. And thank all of you, because you have no idea of all the traveling, all the miles we drove over 11 years, 12 years, well, I forget, uh, of your support, your prayers, and this is the result. Give yourselves a pat on the back. Thank you and now we'll turn to other things you know it is a good thing to be able to come here and worship on Sunday mornings to be able to fellowship with one another but there are those people that were not able to make it this morning and these people are requesting your prayers so let us continue to pray for our bereaved families sister Ali Lester lost her godmother Deacon Cornelius Story lost his brother, Mr. Daniel D. Story. That funeral was held in, on Friday in St. Louis. Brother Ricky Bailey lost his father, Mr. Robert Bailey. Deborah Letbetter lost her aunt, Miss Wilma Fay Letbetter. And Mother Triplet, along with uh, Sister Audra Harrell, both of them are going to have surgery on Tuesday, August 6th. So you know, I'm, I'm just gonna ask you to give them a call to lift their spirits, that they'll be prepared spiritually for these surgeries. One other thing, Brother Fred Gross, while he's at home continuing to recover, I found out this morning his wife, Laura Gross, is in ICU at the St. Dominic's Hospital. So you know that your prayers are much needed, much required. So remember this, pray when you can, Visit when you can, and each day don't forget to ask to thank God that you can. Amen? Amen. 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 Now we'll turn to that portion of our service where we all can take part in. And those of you that are viewing by way of live stream, you should see a number where you will be able to participate also, and that is in our tithes and offering period. We will now have the spoken word, after which we will have a song by the choir. Tithers, you may come. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. May God add a blessing to the reading of his righteous and holy word. I forgot a name to add to that list of people needing your prayers. We also ask that you would pray for Sister Jean Frazier. She is the wife of Senator Frazier. Please keep all these people in your prayers. Amen. Amen. We're going to ask these children if they'll come back and bring us a song of preparation that would assist us in preparing to receive today's message. Amen. Amen.
1: This morning we're going to sing a prayer for you, so please join us in prayer as we sing the song. And we're praying to God, we're asking Him, we're asking the Spirit of God to empower us, we're asking the Spirit of God to lead us in truth, we're asking the Spirit of God to show us the way. So we're welcoming the Spirit into our space through this prayer.
4: Spirit of God, show me the way. Spirit of God, lead me. Spirit of God. It's simply a request, a pure request, that whatever I do and wherever I go, that I'm led by the Spirit of God. It's a request saying that, Lord, I don't want to do life by myself. I need to hear your Holy Spirit. Guide me, direct me into your will, into your way. Because how many of you will admit that you've messed some stuff up before? You're not too ashamed to admit you made some decisions and some mistakes you wish you could do over again. So Spirit of God, show me what is right. Show me what is your will. Lead me, guide me, direct me. Amen. Thank you, children, for the purity of that prayer. Amen. I want to invite your attention to the book of Acts, Acts chapter number 16. And You will recognize that in this scripture reading, in fact, the Holy Spirit does just that. He leads, he directs, he guides. Acts chapter 16, verse 6. There these words are recorded. Now, when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia, after they were come to Mysia, they essayed to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. And they, passing by Mysia, came down to Troas. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night there, stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. Uh After he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. We want to continue in our series, our sermon series entitled Doors, this is the fourth part of that sermon series and we want to talk from the subject this morning when God says no. When God says no. When God says no. So far, so far so far in this series, we we've given a lot of attention To the idea of choosing wisely. How do we make choices and decisions and know where God is and where he is beckoning us to come? How do we know which door is ours to walk through? Because just because the door is pretty does not mean it's the right door for you we said in one of the sermons everything that glitters i see you were listening is not gold we, we we we've talked we've talked also in this series we've talked about open doors sometimes coming with challenges and obstacles and not missing the opportunity because of the opposition paul says a great and effectual door is opened up to me and there are many adversaries he acknowledges the fact that though there is a great opportunity in front of him there is opposition around him and you cannot miss your opportunity focused on the opposition this morning we we want to make a pivot and and recognize that that while god says go and while he opens doors that he is also the God who says no and closes doors. Yes he's the God who, who makes the way but he is also the God who stands in the way. He's, he's the God who, who, who can open things up and he's also the God who can shut stuff down. This text demonstrates that that even when we have the right motive, when we are seeking to do good work, when we are wanting to be found faithful to our calling and to our purpose, that God does not just automatically say yes and open the door to us. Paul, Paul is beginning his second missionary journey, which comes on the heels of two contentious events in chapter number 15, first there is the question in chapter 15, there is the question about salvation uh, by grace or salvation by works. text says that there arose a group from Judea that began teaching that it was necessary for one to uh, be circumcised according to the law of Moses in order for that person to be saved. Paul and Barnabas go then to Jerusalem to bring the matter before the church and the apostles and the church elders and who would listen to both sides. And in the end, the, the apostles and the elders of the church uphold the doctrine of salvation by grace and grace alone, not of works of the flesh. That was a major doctrinal victory that was upheld by the church. And, and Paul is elated that what he has been preaching the church affirms. So he says to Barnabas, let's let's take a victory lap and let's go around the churches that we've established, the churches that we've set up, and and, and see how they are doing because the church just said that what we've been teaching them is right. So let's go see how they are doing. Barnabas says, all right, let's go. Let me go and get my my cousin, John Mark. Paul said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. You mean... You mean your funny acting cousin John Mark? Really, he, he, you're funny because, because this was the same John Mark that had left them earlier in the first missionary journey, when, when things got tight and, and, and terrible, John Mark turned back and went to Jerusalem, and Paul has not forgiven or forgotten that John Mark deserted them in the tough time. and so Paul says, "Hold up. I'm good with you, but your cousin." You, you, you know them cousins. You, you know what I'm talking about. You're you, you good with your road dog, but you don't want his cousin around. You, you don't ever know what his cousin's going to do, amen. So Paul says, no, nah, I, I, I don't want to roll with your cousin. And, and they got into an argument so much so that these two split ways. Barnabas takes his cousin John Mark, and Paul takes Silas. And now we're introduced into chapter number 16. Upon the heels of these two fights, the fights of doctrine, and now two fights between, a fight between colleagues. Chapter 16 opens. And the first thing that we have is a young preacher by the name of Timothy. Timothy. And Timothy is full of promise, full of potential. The only problem is that Timothy is uncircumcised. And you would think that for Paul, that's not a problem because Paul has just spent all of chapter 15 arguing that circumcision is not even necessary. He spent all of 15 going to the church and saying, listen, is it by works or is it by grace? And now in 16, you've got this young preacher full of promise, full of potential who can do great things for the kingdom. Who is uncircumcised. And Paul says to Timothy. Timothy you need to get circumcised. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Now wait a minute. What's going on Paul? You just spent all this time arguing. That circumcision was not necessary. Why now. Are you insisting. That this young man. Be circumcised. What's going on? Did he cave under the pressure? No my brothers and sisters. What Paul knew was that Timothy's promise and Timothy's purpose and Timothy's potential would have been stunted if he had not been circumcised. It was not then a spiritual decision, it was a practical decision. I'm going somewhere. It wasn't a spiritual decision. It was a practical. In other words, Paul was saying, listen, you got all this promise. You got all this potential. You got all this purpose. But none of it will be realized if you can't get to the audience that needs to hear you. And and Paul says, and I know that if you don't get circumcised, they will not hear you because it's their hang up. So Paul says this is a practical decision, not a spiritual decision. And I need somebody to hear me. I need somebody to hear me. Because sometimes we let practical decisions get in the way of us fulfilling our potential, our purpose, and our prompt. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Hear what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. And I told the 8 o'clock crowd, I love, I love, I love, I'm not talking about right or wrong. I'm just talking about the fact that decisions have consequences right I, I love I love natural hair. I, I love natural beauty. I love sisters who are confident enough to just rock it the way it is and, and, and if you don't like it fine I, I love that but but please understand there are some doors that will not open to you. y'all ain't talking to me in here. y'all ain't talking to me there's some doors that, that by you making that decision, those doors will stay closed. And I'm not arguing one way or the other which thing you need to make. I just need you to know, based on the choices you make, that's the world we live in. And Paul says to Timothy, because this is the world we live in, let's not let this practical decision get in the way of you fulfilling your potential and your purpose. Ah, I'm making somebody mad, and I really don't mean to. I really don't, I really don't mean to. Please, please understand, I'm not telling you not to be yourself. I'm telling you, understand that when you are yourself, there's some folk who are not strong enough to accept yourself. And until the system changes, until the world changes, you got to decide what you're willing to compromise or what you're willing to stand on. It's your choice. You just got to be comfortable with the consequences of the choice. Am I helping anybody in here? Paul says to Timothy, don't let this thing get in the way of you fulfilling your purpose, your promise, and your potential. So he makes a practical decision. He circumcised and he joins Paul and Silas on their missionary journey. And then we get to our text for the morning. Verse 6 says. Now when they had gone through Phrygia. And the region of Galatia. And were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. After they were come to Mysia. They are saved to go into Bithynia. But the spirit suffered them not. The spirit. Watch this. Suffered them not. They wanted. Watch this. They wanted to go preach. And God said no. They wanted to tell the good news. And God said no. What do you do when you're trying to do the right thing? And God says no. I'm talking to somebody in this house. What, what, what do you do when you're trying to, to do right? You, you, you're you trying to advance yourself. You're trying to go to school. You're trying to, 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 to get in the right degree program. You're trying to make something of yourself. And everything you're trying to do, there seems like there's a roadblock there. What what do you do with that? First thing I need you to understand, number one, number two, one, you've got to learn, watch this, you've got to learn how to trust that there is divinity in a denial. Oh, I'm preaching better than you're talking. There, there is divinity in a denial. See, we've been talking a lot about God opening doors, but I started out by reminding you, God will shut some stuff down too. God will say no to some things. God will close some things, and you've got to see God in the no's as much as you see God in the yeses. you got this. listen. What, what I'm saying, I'm saying that I think we give the devil way too much credit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whenever, whenever something is not going in our way, and whenever there's a roadblock, and whenever there's a shut door, we're quick to say the devil don't want me in it, and the enemy is against me, and, and, and Satan is, and all of that. And listen, don't you understand God can close some doors? Don't you understand God can hold his hand and say, I don't want you here. You don't need to be here. You don't know what's behind here. God can say no. And at some point you've got to understand that man's rejection is also part of God's direction. I say man's rejection is also God's direction. When man says no to you, you've got to be spiritual enough to see God's hand directing you into where his yes is. God is oftentimes behind closed doors. And closed doors are as much in the will and plan of God as are open doors. He does both. He says as much in the book of Revelation. Revelation 3 and 7 says, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David. He that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth and no man openeth. Watch that. He says God is the God who opens and shuts. And if he opens it, nobody can close it. If he shuts it, nobody can open it. He's the God who holds the key. To every door. That blessed me right there. Because what that means is when God has opened a door, can't nobody shut it but him. When God has opened a door, can't nobody block me going through it. When God has opened a door, can't nobody keep me from going where God has brought me. My God, my God. Nobody can shut that opportunity down and keep it from coming into my life for he is the God who opens and who shuts doors. That's why some people can't stand you right now because they thought they had shut a door that you actually went through anyhow. And they're trying to figure out how did you get to where you are when they know they shut the door. They didn't understand God opened the door and you can try to close it all you want. God opened this door. I'm here because God opened it. I, I know you got on the phone and you tried to keep me out and you tried to block me here, but God opened the door. Is there anybody in this house that can testify you've been into some places that God just opened it up? God made the way. God brought you there. And if it had not been for the Lord on your side, my God there are some positions that folk tried to keep you from getting but God opened the door there are some neighborhoods folk tried to keep you from living in but God opened the door there are some schools that were never meant for you to attend but God opened the door there are some degrees that should never be hanging on your wall but God opened the door there are some titles that you should never have but God opened the door there are some meetings you should never have been a part of but God opened the door God opened the door. God opened the door. Let you sit in on meetings. Folk wonder why you at the table because God opened the door. They thought they was going to be talking around you and about you, but now they got to talk to you because God, God opened the door. God opened the door. He's a God who opens Doors, but he's also the God who closes doors. And God saying no is as much of a part of God as him saying yes. For he closes doors that no man can open. When God says no, secondly, when God says no, how do you deal with the no? You got to understand, you got to know, don't stop knocking. On doors don't stop knocking when God says no don't stop knocking two times in this text Paul gets a no from God he wants to go he wants to go to Asia modern day Turkey and the Holy Spirit says no can't go there he wants to go he wants to go he wants to go again into Bithynia. And God says, no. Can't go there. Twice. Consecutive no's. And what I want to suggest to you is that you cannot give up just because you got rejected. I'm going to preach this thing in a minute. You, 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 you can't give up. Because you heard no more times than you thought you would. Jesus said, Jesus said, uh, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be open unto you. Just because you got to know does not mean you need to stop knocking. I wonder, I wonder. I wonder how many times we were that close to a yes. And, and you, would, you would have gotten yes if you had knocked one more time. Some of us, some of us would have gone into our pity party and decided that we're just going to wait on the Lord to bring it to us. We're gonna walk on faith and let him bring to us what he has for us, and you're still gonna be unemployed. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. You, you, you can't stop knocking on doors just because you gotten rejected. No, nobody likes rejection. I understand it. I, I've been rejected, you've been rejected. Nobody likes the feeling of rejection, but you'll never get a yes.
7: Ah.
3: Hmm. I,
4: I, I i I think about I think about it in my own life I think about it in my own life uh, when, when 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 I was a, a younger preacher younger preacher uh, uh, younger and uh, and 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 I got a call one day I got a call one day um, from a friend a colleague uh, that that there was a church uh, that was looking for a pastor and and, and I was already pastoring, but but he said to me, Buckley, uh, this is this is a good church. You ought to look into it. And and I know some of the people there, and and I know you, man. I think you'd be a good fit. And I said, well, you know, I, I wasn't really thinking about it, but but I I trust him, and I, I said, well, you never know. And uh, so I, so I decided I put in, I, I put in the resume, and 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 in fact, they called me. They called me. They 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 flew me to the church, and 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 me and my wife and we we came and we. Uh, we, we candidated, I interviewed, and, and if I have to tell you, I, I, I felt like I knocked the interview out the park. I mean, I did. I, I, I went in confident. I left confident. And, and the next day they, they put me up on Sunday. They put me up to preach and then I got to the pulpit and I got in the pulpit and I looked out and, and I started, and I said, I could feel this. You know, it, it, it felt, it felt good. And, and, and I left, I left that, that church, and, and, and I just knew yeah. I would be getting a call. And I waited. And I waited. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I thought maybe they got the wrong number. Yeah. And I waited a little more. And, yeah. and, and I finally got the call, but it wasn't the call. I was expecting. It was that call that starts out with "Thank you for applying." Y- y'all, know that call. Messed me up. Cause, Cause I felt like, yeah. Y'all talk to me now. I'm I'm just talking about what I'm talking about now. Now, if you've never been rejected, you can't relate to this. But if you've ever been rejected, you, you know what that feels like when you put yourself out there and folk evaluate you and critique you and come back and say, no, thank you. Anybody can relate to that? That ain't a good feeling. But you cannot give up and stop knocking and stop listening because where there is a no there is also a yes and what I've learned is what I've learned is is that when man says no that's God's way of directing you to his yes y'all ain't talking to me in here Don't, don't, don't get caught up on man's rejection understand it as God's direction do I have a witness in here Thirdly, 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 if you, if you, if you are going to manage when God says no, you've got to remember that God's timing is always right. God's timing is always right. Let, let me, let me just say this. Let me just say this the way, the way I say it at eight o'clock, maybe it'll resonate with you. Um, there are some doors. Listen to me. There are some doors that are not ready for you. And there are other doors that you are not ready for. Did you hear what I said? There's some doors that are not ready. In other words, there's some opportunities that are great opportunities, but the folk you have to work with ain't ready for you. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. There there are some opportunities that are great opportunities, but but, but at the present time, you're not ready for it. And, And what God is doing is, he, he's orchestrating things so that you and the opportunity get together at the right, the right time, the right time, the right time, the right time. Timing is, is everything. Timing matters and you can mess up your whole life just because you tried to do something and it wasn't the right. Ah, I wish I could preach it the way I felt it. There's there, there, there some, there some of us, there some of us who are trying to open doors and force our way through doors that are good opportunities, but it's not the right It's not the right time. And you got to understand that God knows what time it is. God knows when that opportunity is right for you and when you are right for it. Yes, 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 yes. That person, that person, that person will make you a wonderful spouse eventually. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all they talking, <laughs> but not right now. because they're still crazy. They're they still working through some issues. They, they still got some grief they got to work out. They got some daddy issues going on. They got some ex-issues that they got to get rid of. And, and you're trying to rush them into something and it ain't the right. My, 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 my. Yeah, y'all, y'all think I'm just making this up. I'm gonna I'm try to help you with this. Listen, what 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 God what God what God understood about that situation was that yes, watch this yes, going to Asia and going to Bithynia those are great things and they will happen, but not right now. In fact, Paul eventually gets to go back and do the very thing that he wanted to do, but it just wasn't the right time then. Which means that doors that are currently closed are not necessarily permanently closed just because a door is closed now doesn't mean it will remain closed forever. You've got to be patient enough to know that God knows when it's the right time. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. The right time. The right time. Yeah. The right time. Yeah. The right time. Uh, Last thing, I'm going I'm to I'm wrap this up here. Wrap this up. You've got to know the right time. You've got to trust that God knows. Yeah the right time, the right time for him to bring you and it, you and them, you and that person together. Quit trying to rush God. Quit trying to get something just because your colleague got it. It ain't time for you to have it. Quit trying to get something because your folk keep asking you, when you going It ain't time yet. Ooh, I just helped somebody right there. When, when you going, when you going, when, when you going to get out of my business? Ooh, thank you, Lord. That just came, that just came, that just came. Mm-hmm. Last thing, here it is, here it is, here it is. You're going to understand how to deal with the no's. When God says no, you got to listen to his voice. Listen to his voice. Listen for his voice. Listen for, because listen, what I've learned is when God is saying no over here, he's also saying yes over here. God is not just saying no to everything. He's saying yes to something. You got to hear where the yes is. And it's in the text, y'all. He said no to the two things that Paul wanted to do. But then in a vision, a man came to him at night and said, come to us and help us in Macedonia. <laughs> Paul didn't have Macedonia in mind. It was not on his missionary agenda or itinerary, but he heard the voice of God in a vision. And all I'm telling you is, is that when God has says no, he's also saying yes. That, that means, that means watch this, don't get all bent out of sorts because of the no. Become more prayerful so you can hear the yes. He's saying he's calling you to some, something. He's calling you somewhere. He's trying to get you to something. But you've got to hear where his yes is. And that goes back to what the children just said. Holy Spirit, speak to me, show me, direct me. I need you you to make it plain where you're saying yes. Since you said no to this, since you said no to this, you got to be saying yes to something. So just show me the yes. Yes. Just show me the yes. Yes. And I'll walk where you call me to walk. I'll do what you want me to do. I'll go where you want me to go. I'm listening to your voice. Let's pray. Eternal God, our Father, how grateful, how thankful we are for this day, for this time, for this moment of worship and praise. God, we thank you. You're the God who leads and directs by your spirit. We thank you that your word is true because you said that you have a plan and a purpose for us. to Give us a, a hope and an expected end. Which means, Lord, we don't have to make this thing up along the way, but You have it already planned and mapped out. All we have to do is get to where you're trying to get us to. Be available to where you call us to go. Open our hearts and our minds to hear your voice clearly. God, so when when we're rejected, God, keep us from becoming dejected. When man says no, God, Keep us from becoming hopeless and helpless in that, but rather let us hear your voice, knowing that man's rejection is your direction. God, we thank you that we can see divinity in denials. We can see your hand even in our hurts. We can see your will when things don't go our way. Teach us, guide us, direct us, and let us grow to appreciate life's nose. Thank you, God, that you're the God who opens and closes doors, and that one day on a hill called Calvary 2,000 years ago, you opened the door that yet remains open. No man has been able to shut it. And God, right now, I pray for one who needs to walk through that door, that door to salvation, that door to a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. I pray for that man, that woman, that boy, that girl who does not know you as Lord and Savior, that you would give them the faith, the courage, and the strength right now to walk through this open door. Grant it now in Jesus' name. For his sake we pray. Amen and amen. If you're here this morning, if you're here this morning and you don't have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, the door is open. If you're here this morning and you don't have a church home to call your own, the door is open. If you're here this morning and you perhaps need to come back to your relationship, maybe you've left some time and you've not been in right fellowship with God and you need to get that right again. Guess what? The door is open. And you can come now. Whatever your situation is, come now.
13: Yes. Wanna tell you the way I felt yesterday. Mm-hmm. My emotions—they My got in the way. How quickly I forgot to trust you, Lord, to stand upon the promise Hmm. of your word. But faith grabbed a hold of me, Mama, and it changed my unbelief. My heart has been restored Once again Now I believe In you, Lord I'm sorry for Not trusting you Before But faith grabs a hold of me and it changed my unbelief my heart has been restored once again now things are different than the day before God made a way he opened up the door in just one day everything has changed God answered me (laughs) and now I'm no longer the same some things I lost some things I gained but my heart will never Ever be the same. My heart has been restored once again. Now I I believe in you, Lord, and I'm sorry for not trusting you, trusting you before. But faith grabbed a hold of me, and it changed my unbelief. My heart has been restored Mm. once again. Anybody feel like me? (laughs) My heart has been restored once again. Sorry for not trusting you, God, but my heart has been restored once again. Oh, once again.
7: I'm going to ask Brother Brad if he'll stand. He's coming to rededicate.
4: My God, My God! Somebody bless the Lord. Hallelujah! Once again, once again,
7: this church accepts you as a member. You've been to study with us. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Work with us. Yes, sir. Amen. So I'm gonna say, welcome back home. Mm -hmm. Amen. You ready? All right. I'm gonna ask you if you go with Sister Foster Mm -hmm. that you be scheduled for your orientation classes. the Stork is coming for prayer. But before we pray, I'm going to ask that all the students that are here present today to come down forward. That's right. Come down front, all students. That's right. No matter where you are in the building. Yeah. All students. All students going back, school, going, going back back to, to school. Going back
4: to school. Amen. Amen. Whatever grade you're going back. It Amen. Doesn't matter Amen.
7: It doesn't matter whether you're amen. in high school, elementary, That's college.
4: Right. That's right.
7: It doesn't matter amen. if you're doing uh, if you're going back for your masters or whatever, if oh, yeah. you
4: are a student. That's right. Barber school, amen. Cosmetology school. We're gonna ask you to come down amen. from whatever school, amen. That's right. Students.
7: And the while students. the students are coming all you teachers, all you educators.
4: That's it, that's it.
7: That has to deal with our children it. That's it. every day. We're gonna ask you to come down from that's, that's it,
4: that's it, that's it. Hallelujah. My, my, my God. Teachers and administrators, if you're in a school building, if you're a resource officer, if you're a cafeteria worker, if you're a custodian, if you're a bus driver, I don't care what role you play. You play a part in getting children ready for school and ready to learn. And, Amen. In the frame of mind that they can learn, you participate in this prayer with us. Amen. 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 Bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. That's it, that's it, that's it. They're still coming, they're still coming, they're still coming, amen. Listen, while you are here, um, I, I, I want you to, first of all, recognize how good God is to you, right? Young, young people, students, God is so incredibly good to you guys. Um, you've just gone through a summer. You've been safe, Amen. You're ready for another academic year. That's a blessing, y'all. That's a blessing. I I don't care. I don't care how how hard you think the next year is going to be. It's a blessing that you're going into your next year. Okay, that's number one. Number two. Number two, we believe, we believe in the power of prayer. We also believe uh, that there's something about touch that says to, to the one you're touching and the one who's being touched that they're not in this by themselves. So, so, so the scripture talks about us being our brother's keeper. What that means is when you touch somebody that says, guess what? Whatever you're going through, I'm going through it with you. Or somebody's going through it with you. So I'm going to ask you if you can, if you can touch the shoulder or the hand or the arm. Amen. Amen. Of the person next to you. Amen. Hold hands or hands mess with you. Put your arm on the shoulder. Put your hand on the shoulder. Amen. God bless you. God, just make sure there's a touch somewhere. There's a connection, a point. Of connection that says we're in this together. We're in this together. We're in the struggle together. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. And while you're touching and agreeing, we're now praying. God, our Father, how thankful and how grateful we are for this time together. Only you, God, could make this moment happen. Lord, we recognize how incredibly blessed we are just to stand here in the midst of so much tragedy, in the midst of so much turmoil. God, we're blessed. In the midst of so much death and destruction, we're blessed. So God, thank you for keeping these students over the course of the summer. Thank you for keeping your hedge of protection around them that no harm nor danger has befallen them. And thank you that they're now positioned to go into a new academic school year. Bless them, O God. Bless their going out and their coming in. Oh God, bless the work of their hands. Lord, I pray now that concepts that seem too challenging. Theorems that seem too confusing, problems that seem too perplexing, that in such moments you will remind these students that all things are possible through Christ who strengthens. Remind us that we can do all things through our Lord and our Savior. God, now I pray not only for these students, but I pray for these teachers, these administrators, all who take part in the process of education. From getting them to school, to teaching them in the classrooms, to making sure the facilities are clean. God bless everyone who plays a part and plays a role in education. God, you know the challenges that we face. You know the deficits of many school districts. But Lord, we thank you that in the midst of it all, you're an opening door kind of God. A God who opens doors and makes ways possible. And so God, we simply ask that you do it again. Multiply resources now in Jesus' name. And Lord, we pray your word be upon them. The word that says no weapon formed against them shall be able to prosper. No weapons, no weapons of guns or knives shall be able to prosper. No weapons of drugs or alcohol shall be able to prosper. No weapons of gossip or rumor shall be able to prosper. No weapons of social media shall be able to prosper. No, no weapons formed against them shall be able to prosper in jesus name and now god we claim success now god we claim victory now god we claim your will your promises your purposes be performed in the lives of these your people in jesus name in jesus name and for his sake we pray amen and amen Listen, before you go to your seat, I want you to encourage your neighbor. Tell your neighbor you're going to have a good year. You're going to have a good year. You're going to have a good year. Tell them you're going to have a good year. You're going to have a good year. Yeah, you're going to have a good year. Hallelujah. You're going to have a good, good year. Amen. 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 God bless you. will not you stand to your feet? Hallelujah. Now may the grace of God in the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule and abide with each of you now, henceforth and forevermore. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.